Hello world. Well, you did it. I did it. We all did it. It's Friday. It's the best day of the week, which makes this the best hello world of the week. My name is Matt Sokup, and today I'm joined by my newest, most favorite person in the world and a brand new teammate of mine, April Dunham. Hello, April. Hey, Matt. So happy to be here on the best episode of Hello World, the Friday episode. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, you're most welcome. And um, so, April, let's get right to it because we have a jam-packed episode today. And we like to start out with some news and events happening. So do you have anything for us? What happened this week that's really great news? Yeah, so the favorite thing that, that I had that happened this week was Microsoft Include. So I don't know if you had a chance, Matt, to catch any of the sessions, but I was able to catch a few. And uh, what it is, is a two-day conference focused just on diversity and inclusion. So that was really cool for me because, you know, a lot of the different conferences we have do have DNI tracks, but having an event solely focused on that was really great. And we had so many awesome guest speakers, including even Michelle Obama. That's that's amazing. <laughs> that's a headliner right there. Huge. For sure, right? I mean, uh, and then the other cool thing about it too was we actually had do uh, Dr. Adrienne um, Keene that was on there, and she's an act activist and writer and a member of the Cherokee Nation, which to me was really cool because I'm also um, a Cherokee Nation member. So hearing from her and seeing what she had to say about you know Indigenous people um, and all that was really cool and eye-opening for me. Oh, that's that's really neat. And we were kind of talking about this beforehand. And what I like about these DNI conferences, these diversity and inclusion conferences, is it gives me a chance to learn more. And um, I haven't had a chance to view the conference yet. But what I do is on Friday afternoons, is I take a little time off. Don't tell don't tell my boss. But I take a little time off for just learning about things. And so I'll be honest. The Michelle Obama one was going to be the headliner. But now that I know, I can get to learn a little bit more about you and your background. Um, the Dr. Keen one is going to be the one that I'm going to watch first. So this is awesome, and I can't wait. And we encourage everybody to go out and uh, check it out. You can just um, aka.ms.msinclude, and you can uh, check it out for yourself. So super great. And um, so what happened for me this week is that I was involved with some planning for next week. We have a very live, right before this Hello World, we have what's called Microsoft. Microsoft Learn, Let's Learn.net, and it's Microservices March. There's a whole bunch of M's in there. Let's Learn.net, Microservices March. And it's a live show where you can actually step through a Learn module, a Microsoft Learn module, with live instructors and ask them questions as you go. So we have moderators watching for questions, and they'll be able to send them out to, if you ask a question, send them out to the moder or the instructor and you can get your questions answered. So it's a nice way to start learning things as you go. And I like it because I don't know a whole lot about microservices services like Kubernetes. I develop uh, mobile apps for phones. So this is beyond me. So I'm gonna check it out a little bit before I join, join the Hello World broadcast next week. So um, check it out. It's uh, We have the link for it in the show notes and register, do the letslearn.net tune in to Hello World on Friday. It's the best Hello World. And yeah, totally cannot wait for it. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to that to myself. Can't wait to, to check that out. I started out in .NET, but I haven't done a lot with microservices either. So I'm going to be checking that out too. Yeah. All right. Well, so we have, like like Matt said, we have a jam-packed event here, a session here today um, on Hello World. So we have, of course, going to be hearing from some of our MVPs. We're going to hear from student ambassadors. And we have Diego's Wall and humans of Microsoft. So lots to do. Uh, today, um, I think even some of our MVPs we're going to hear about is what we're going to talk about first. We're going to hand it over to Glauter, who is talking with Rodrigo, one of our MVPs who I hear is doing a lot in the telemedicine space and even breaking Guinness World Records. All right, Glauter, over to you. Hello, world. Thanks, April. Uh, my guest today is an MVP and RD from Mexico who works with digital solutions for healthcare and telemedicine. Please, Rodrigo, let us know about how your work is empowering doctors and taking medicine for the most remotely places. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the pandemic has shown that we need these kind of solutions more than ever, right? For instance, let's say there's a person who needs a medical consultation and he or she lives in a remote place. And these kind of solutions allow doctors to connect with each other to give a medical consultation to a local person. So for instance, um, we're using the Microsoft Azure Cloud and we're using mostly the .NET technology ecosystem for building these kind of technologies. And it's improving uh, people's lives nowadays. Uh, we're very excited about it. And I have heard that recently you set a Guinness World Records. Wait, did I get it right? Guinness World Records. Tell about us, Rodrigo. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm very excited and honored to be part of this um, strategy. This was a Microsoft Mexico initiative that um, was looking forward to give people the tools and technologies to improve their lives. And I was the trainer for an online class named Ensure Your Future with the Cloud. And at the end of the day, we broke the Guinness World of Records of the most viewers of a sober lesson live stream on YouTube. So as you can imagine, I'm very proud of it. And it was a great, great ex experience. We have almost 8,000 people attending the event. So it was great. And, um, we had uh, very good positive comments uh, on my inbox and on Microsoft Mexico side as well. This is really an awesome achievement. So well done. Many kudos to you and all the Microsoft FTEs, students uh, and MVPs involved in that. By the way, it's very uh, uh, important and we can notice it, how technology can empower others, isn't it, Rodrigo? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for instance, in this online class, I used Azure Static Web Apps to, you know, to build this web application or website, and you can upload that application or website to the cloud in a very rapid way. Maybe in five or ten minutes, you can have your online web page or website right ready for 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 running. So yeah, this is very important for people who wants to. I don't know, maybe sell something or just have an online presence, right? You can have your blog or you can have your products catalog or that kind of things. It's a very, very compelling technology and it's very easy, easy to use, right? And that's just a one, one small example of technology 
that improves people's lives, right? We have like tons, tons of different examples that we can say, of course, we can because time constraints, of course, right? Indeed. And what advice can you give to others who maybe are new to community but would like to get involved? Yeah, this is a great question. I guess one of the main advices that I have for people is that you can you can go to your local community, your local user group and start teaching there. That's a great way to start in the community. Uh, on the other hand, you can go online. For example, you can add value by creating online courses or creating podcasts or creating blog posts or webcasts or what have you, right? It's, uh, it's very easy to share your knowledge nowadays with others. And I think if you add value to other people, that's the best way to learn. And the other thing that I want to say is that you must keep learning and always be learning, right? There's a lot of technologies and there's a lot of things nowadays that we can learn from. So yeah, I mean, just focus. That's my second advice and enjoy the ride. That's it. If you want to go fast, go uh, alone. If you want to go far, go together. So thanks for joining me today, Rodrigo. And Thank you for back having to me. You. Back, back to the studio with Matt. Wow, that was an amazing story. So thank you so much. Now, I love really how much the Microsoft employees, the MVPs, and even students work together on that. And so, well, speaking of students, next up we have Coley Condon, who will be talking to one of our Microsoft Student Ambassadors. Chloe, over to you. Hello, hello. Chloe Condon here, Senior Cloud Advocate at Microsoft working on the academic team. And actually, I don't have a student ambassador, but we do have an ambassador for students here with me today. Uh, Shreya, introduce yourself to the lovely folks at home. Hi. Um, thanks, Chloe, for the introduction. My name is Shreya. I am currently a CS student at UC Davis at, uh, in the day and the co-founder and director of operations for Bit Project, which is a completely student-run uh, nonprofit organization that is dedicated to helping students get into tech especially for students that are from non-traditional backgrounds um, that don't get the opportunity to go to college or high school to learn um, coding. So that's also, that's basically what we do. And I have had the pleasure of um, not only getting to work with these students over the last couple cohorts, but getting to see the amazing products or projects, I should say, that they make. And I'm going to share my screen here so we can we can share this blog post. Um, but the projects that these students, these high school students are working on are so incredible. They did everything from an Azure IoT device to track a grandmother's heart rate. Um, so many amazing things with the Spotify API. And all of this is using Azure Functions, is that right? It is. This is our actual amazing um, collaboration with Microsoft and your team, Chloe, um, where we actually help students go through like around three weeks of training in Azure Functions, where they learn, go from basics of intro to JavaScripts, learn how awesome Azure Functions are, all the things that they can do with it. They build a project as a group. Um, and then after that, they're on their own. They're partnered with mentors from Microsoft to help them kind of scope their own ideas into their own project. Um, 
and spend around four weeks developing that project so that at the end of the entire course, um, they can come out of it with a demo of their own that they can show off to the rest of the world. And this is from the first cohort that we had last summer um, when you were the mentor for all of these students. <laughs> yes, and it's been so incredible to see, um, you know, we have our Microsoft student ambassadors who are typically in college. So these are almost like mini ambassadors. So we've got MVPs, <laughs> who are like the grown-ups. <laughs> we've got the student <laughs> ambassadors and then we've got our junior bit camp uh, students here. And there is a event coming up. Is that correct, Trey? That is. We're in our currently, we're in our third cohort of the serverless um, of the serverless camp and that's going to be presented tomorrow. So we have five amazing students that are going to be talking about how they've used Azure functions to resolve like real world issues. And that's going to be presented tomorrow at 12 p.m. PST. I'm really excited about that. Honestly, y'all, what a treat. I am going to be hosting <laughs> along with Shreya tomorrow. And the projects that the students have built in the current cohort are absolutely incredible. Everything from getting text messages for earthquake alerts to, oh my goodness, everything with music music recommendations. So it's been amazing to see these students go from zero, some zero programming knowledge. Is that right, Treya? Yeah, to just exactly. Looming over this, this semester that you all have built. So uh, yeah. everyone join live. Uh, the link is there, tinyurl.com slash serverless live. And Treya, if folks want to get involved or sign up for future BitCamps, where should they go? Um, if you actually go to the event tomorrow, we're going to have more information on how you can sign up. But also, if you go on our website, there's ways in which you can get involved and as a student or as an instructor. And the coolest part about these camps is they're usually run by students that previously made projects as well. Um, so the current course was um, revolving around one of the student projects from last summer, Natalie's project, if you remember that, um, where you're basically just spending the first three weeks using Azure functions to build a playlist through Spotify. And that's really uh, something that's really awesome. And y'all, we kind of had too much fun because we were playing with the Microsoft Face API and we used a beard detection uh, software and things got really creative. Like we were testing it out with like a real beard, a fake beard. So um, really excited for this next cohort. Definitely come and join us for the next one. And Treya, thank you so much for, for coming to speak with us today. I can't, these are our future Microsoft student ambassadors and future MVPs of the world. So thank you for, for inspiring the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having us. All right. And I believe we are now going back to April, who's going to uh, bring us in with Diego. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was awesome. Love hearing about that cohort. Huge fan of Azure Functions. So make sure that you sign up for that. All right. So next up is our human and of IT seg or sorry, humans of Microsoft segment. We have Lauren who will be talking with Mike Brown. He's actually organizing a Juneteenth conference. So make sure that you check out the show notes to hear more about that. All right, turning over to you. Welcome back to Humans of Microsoft. This is a segment where we talk to people just like you and me, and they all happen to work for Microsoft. And today I'm joined by my good friend, Mike Brown. Hello, Mike, how are you doing? Pretty good, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic, thank you so much. Mike, you are a senior software engineer, you work for Microsoft, and you live in Redmond, which is in fact where the Microsoft campus is located, right? Yes, yes, it's a, it's a wonderful place to be right now. We just got a nice little blanket of snow but All right. not long enough to be irritating. <laughs> I really miss uh, those uh, areas for sure. So let's go into the question. What would you say was a pivotal moment, a key moment in your career? 
Um, for me, definitely uh, tapping into the community was very key to uh, it, it transformed my career in a way. Um, and, and that started with me attending PDC 08. Um, that's mm -hmm. where they announced Azure. Um, but also where, you know, I got to meet a lot of, a lot of wonderful people in the community and including you. <laughs> that's where we met for the first time indeed. Right. And, and right after that, I believe you, um, started, uh, I mean, you, you were already doing work, but you started be getting a little bit better known for your work through the community and you became an MVP, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, that, that was also a great. A great event was, uh, you know, I, I was an MVP for five years. Um, mm -hmm. It really allowed me to to raise my profile um, in the community. Fantastic. So, if you could go back in time, like any time you want, what would you tell yourself to help you getting started? Uh, I I'd actually tell myself to start a little earlier. Like I always had a a great interest in technology. Uh, my mom bought. My grandmother brought our uh, computer for Christmas for the family when I was eight, and I was just drawn to it like a moth to the flame. Um, but I, I never saw it as a career opportunity. So, so I, I didn't dive into it as much as I could have when I was younger. Um, mm -hmm. But overall, I, I've been, um, I've been having a career, and and you know like nitpicking about what I would change with, you know, I think all of my, all of my journey has led to where I am now. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And in fact, you're in a very good place. You have launched uh, the, this past summer, Juneteenth conference, which was really an amazing conference. And what prompted you to create it? Oh, it was, it was just, I was, so it was my first year at Microsoft. I was celebrating my anniversary mm -hmm. and it turned out that like, the Juneteenth was also a celebration of anniversary of when people, uh, when former slaves were uh, told of their freedom. Mm -hmm. um, and that celebration, you know, recognized that even though there was a lot more to go, a, a longer journey to travel, um, that was still something worth celebrating. And I felt um, in the climate that we had that, um, yeah even though there was a longer journey, we needed to stop and celebrate and recognize where we were, how far we've come. Mm -hmm. And it was really a fantastic conference. Um, I hear you're also involved in other diversity, equity and inclusion, so-called DEI efforts. Uh, why do you feel it's important for Microsoft and for the tech sector in general? I think that, um, you know, Microsoft's uh, mission is to empower every individual and every organization on the planet to, to achieve more. Mm -hmm. And I think since we're a global organization and since we have a global mission, we need to have a, a workforce that represents our customers and the people we're trying to impact. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we all know the numbers around DEI and, and uh, underrepresentation, not just of, of Black people, but uh, women, and other minorities. And I think, sure. uh, of course, the the pragmatic approach is that, you know, with the, with the different perspectives that diversity brings, you're gonna have a more effective um, mm -hmm. product. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is really very important. Well, thank you so much for telling us all that, Mike. Continue the good work. And to all our viewers out there, thank you so much for watching Humans of Microsoft, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much, Laurent and Mike. That is, I love hearing about the personal side of people at Microsoft. You get to know people even better. And so now, next up is our last segment of the week, our last segment of the episode. But it's always one of my favorites. It's Diego's Wall. Hey, Hello, what? Diego. Hey, uh, how are you doing? So, Diego, so remind us who you are and why you're here. <laughs> By now, many folks know me, I'm Diego, and I had a wonderful journey at Microsoft. It's been almost two decades of working on multiple products and human resources. I learned a lot and I've been keeping my learnings on this wall. I've been building this wall right here with anecdotes, stories, concepts, inspiration. I use this wall to nurture my own sense of wonder first, but I also use it to share it with others like you, Matt, and you audience throughout the world. That's this, why I'm here. <laughs> this wall keeps me, it's not keeping me wondering, but it does nurture my sense of wonder because it's, it's amazing. And so what, what post are you going to share with us today, Diego? Uh, yes. Today, we're going to do something a bit different. It's going to be story time. I'm going to tell you a story, uh, a Microsoft story. And so it starts with once upon a time. <laughs> okay, I've been practicing that all week. That is that, that sound effect. <laughs> That was my moment. Eh? So once upon a time, it was 2008, and I was working on the Xbox product. I was working to launch this amazing product, one of my favorites ever, the Xbox One console. And we had promised this to our customers by the holiday season. This end of the year is where Xbox used to make a lot of the profits, you know. Now it's changing, but but it was there was a time where the console sales were a big deal. So we had promised it. It was we were not gonna make it. And uh, what happened was that we, the senior leaders at the team, would get together every day in the evening at 6 p.m. after work. We would get together in a room for anybody who was blocked. You know, there were about a thousand people working on the Xbox One. Mm. Would come to this place. We would call it Night Court. They would come with their case with a change they needed to make, a design change, a last-minute fix, and we would support them. We would approve it, or we would tell them it's not necessary. We would help them make the call. Now, at that time, my oldest daughter Luli, she was eight years old. Here we are jumping on a lake in Seattle. That's Luli and I. <laughs> Seattle is a beautiful area full of lakes, especially during the summer and spring. So this was after work hours. So I took her with me one day. She came to night court and I remember I gave her some post-its. I said, you sit in the corner behind me. Here are some post-its. Here's a pen. Just keep yourself entertained while I attend this meeting. And so we are at the meeting and all of a sudden, someone taps me in the back, my daughter, and she hands me a post-it. And the post-it says, hi. <laughs> funny. Then she taps me again a few minutes later and she gives me another post-it with a with heart. That's great. It was a nice... So then, but then she posts me, she, she taps me a third time and she gives me this very special post-it that I kept for all this year. It's been now like eight years since then, since 2013. And I put it on the wall and I'm going to share it with you guys. It's a bit, uh, I would say, uh, politically incorrect, but it says... Here's what it says. It says, quiet room and boring, talking grown-up stuff, 
old boys, poop, poop. And there's a beautiful picture of a poop with the with the smell and everything. So that was what my daughter, eight-year-old, uh, without any bias or anything, came to this room, and that's that was her observation. So this, you know, this 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 episode today of Hello World, there's a pattern about diversity and inclusion. And Microsoft was focused on that by then in 2013, but not even close to what the focus is now. And that post it actually took me on my own personal journey. When my daughter saw something that I didn't notice, I hadn't noticed there were there were no women in the room that particular day. And she, eight-year-olds, noticed. You know, um, she gave me this picture. Just for those of you who couldn't see it, like this is actually. Uh, an accurate representation of what she saw when they have. Uh, so I started my own DNI journey. I started doing little things. Like back then, there was a movie saga called Twilight. It was about the teenage vampires. And I, I hadn't watched that movie. Did you watch this movie back then, Matt? Do you remember? I haven't seen it, no. You haven't seen it. I haven't, because what mostly was for teenagers, it was, it was considered a chick flick that women saw it. So my wife and her friends were talking about it, and I was not. And so I started leaning in and said, you know what? I'm going to watch this movie and the saga, which I liked it. And I started leaning in like that. It started getting bigger. I started getting involved in Microsoft employee resource groups like Ola for the Latinos employees like myself. Um, and I started, and eventually I moved to human resources, you know, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm on my own diversity, equality, and inclusion journey. Everybody is, every company is. Um, and I think that what I found is not only we're going to make better business decisions, like the previous speaker on the show was saying, but we're also going to live a more happy life, you know, a more a richer life. And you cannot learn about diversity from afar. You can only learn about diversity from up close. And you cannot learn about diversity from people that are the same as you. You do not learn from same. You learn from different. So I wanted to share that story and encourage everybody to to continue taking steps in, in the diversity and inclusion journey. Does that make sense, Matt? Absolutely, Diego. And this has been my favorite story of yours so far. <laughs> you've had some good ones so far, and this has been great. So do you have any call of action for our viewers? I have a call to action, very simple. You know, Microsoft just did this conference that you guys been referring. It's, it's include2021.microsoft.com. Very simple. You can search it, Microsoft include, but you just can type on your browser, include2021.microsoft.com. All the sessions are going to be available on demand. As someone mentioned, we had Michelle Obama. And what I like about this conference is that it's one thing for a company like Microsoft to care about diversity and inclusion internally. But here we went a step further and say, we're going to share this content with the whole world. But if you really want to have an impact on diversity and inclusion, then you can take any eight-year-old boy or girl and you take them to work and you give them some post-its and you have you make them shadow you on all your meetings and you see what they have to say because sometimes they will call it like it is. <laughs> so that's the call to action. Include 2021 and I'll see you all on Monday. All right. Thank you, Diego. Have a great weekend and great story. Okay. So, April, what did you think? How was your first episode? That was great. I love that story, Diego. I think one of my favorite uh, segments you did there. Um, I want to say to your daughter, she's watching, girl, we've all been there. Um, I think that that's great. We all have those eye-opening moments as well. So it's just, I love that story. It's been a great episode. Yep. Leave it to a kid to tell it how it is. Just lay it down. That's, that's exactly. great. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we had just a ton of great, great, great content. And um, speaking of great content, April, Next up is Seth Juarez coming up with uh, AI, AI Show Live. 
And so if you're interested in any artificial intelligence, Seth is going to lay it down in a very easy to understand way. And it's just a great way to get into AI. So check that out. Um, Seth is awesome. We all know and love Seth. And so, yeah, I mean, what a great show, April. I mean, I, I love it. <laughs> Mind blown, so much goodness. Guinness World Record Breakers, people doing awesome stuff with Azure Functions, and great stories from Diego. Couldn't ask for much more. No, we shouldn't. You know what we should do right now, though, April? We should bring the whole crew back on. Do you think we can do that? Let's do it. Let's see if we can do it. Oh, here we all go. Here we oh. come. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the poop emoticon. All right, here we all are. This is great. So. We have Chloe, we have Glauder, we have Diego, we have Rodrigo. Everybody's back on. So let's give everybody a wave. We're running out of time. So wave it. Here we go. All right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> have a great weekend. Hello, world. Oh, there's Clippy. I was wondering if we're going to have a Clippy appearance. <laughs> Clippy and poop emojis. <laughs> <laughs>